turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Hi, I'm your host, Carl Davis Jr., but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce where we help all small businesses start their businesses, finance their businesses, grow their business, even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose. Or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me is my good friend, producer, and co-host, Mr. Carl Big Papa Welsh. How we doing, Carl? I love it when they call me Big Papa. Hey, I want to start a business, and I need you to help me start it and finance it. Can you do that? Uh, everybody else we can help, but not <laughs> Carl. Anyway, anyway, we help all small businesses. That's right. And we help people who are not even in business. This show is about reaching the community. And today we have a very, very special guest, Mr. Derek Grasty. Derek, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing very well, Carl. Uh, thank you for inviting me on your show. I really appreciate this opportunity. Uh, you know, the, uh, the Silicon Valley Black Chamber does a lot for our community, and uh, I really appreciate the work that you do and, and ongoing, and it's great. Well, that's why we love you, Derek. That's why we wanted to bring you on, and thanks for that plug. <laughs> and the check's in the mail, Derek. <laughs> but, but, Derek bills, <laughs> but Derek is one of those guys that, uh, just a wonderful background, and we want to hear about your background. Lovely family, two kids who are now, I guess, uh, attorneys. But Derek is going to do something that we want to encourage most of the community to do, to think about serving in our community. Derek is going to run for the East Side Union School District Board of Education. Is that right, Derek? That is absolutely correct. And uh, and, my, and both my sons are in law school. You know, uh, they're not quite lawyers yet, but they will be soon. <laughs> I, <laughs> so, I so, spoke. So I spoke it in existence. <laughs> hey, Derek, but yes, you brought up something. You brought that. up something I really want to do, though. But let's learn a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about you, Derek. Okay. Well, a lot of people ask, you know, why are you running for school board? How'd you get into education? And uh, it really started m- many, many years ago. Uh, I come from a family of educators. My uh, great-great-grandfather is a graduate of Tuskegee Institute. Uh, he knew Booker T. Washington. He started the first school for African-American students in Danville, Virginia, in 1929, and uh, was, their, was their principal there. And, in fact, uh, uh, eventually there was a street and a library named after him. Wow. Um, if you Google his name, William F. Grasty, you'll find the school name. I think there's still two living alumni who attended the school. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's nice to have that sort of legacy. So that's where I started due to integration 
the 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 library disappeared and and uh I, I don't think the street is still there but uh but the memories are there and the kids who graduated certainly served their community um m- both my parents are uh retired teachers my in-laws retired teachers my wife's in education so we have a, a history of education of service of uh, working with the community and understanding that education is the great equalizer uh, for for all kids, particularly our kids, and uh, and kids right here in Silicon Valley. Wow, uh, we see a lot of these uh, st- students, you know, passing by these tech companies, and what do they do, and how do do I get in? So, in fact, today I'm right now in the parking lot of uh, NASA, and uh, uh, we're taking some kids on a tech tour. At, at at NASA. Oh, is and, this uh, is this with the 100 black men? Yes, it is. Yeah, yes, it is with the 100 black men of Silicon Valley. I'm the vice president, and uh, yeah, we've got a nice group of kids. We've done this tech tour in the past. We've done it at uh, companies like Google, uh, Cisco Systems, uh, 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 and Lamb Research, and and so it's to get these kids these opportunities to see. So when they pass by these. Uh, tech companies on the freeway, they have an idea of what they do and also can relate it to their own education in terms of what courses they're taking in high school and the value that those uh, courses have. So, 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 so again, it's about uh, exposure. It's about targeting kids for, for the Silicon Valley jobs and, uh, and supporting our community so that they also can give back. Yeah, I, I think that's that's uh, that's wonderful. I, I'm gonna have to call you Mr. Grasty simply because I love your last name. So, <laughs> so Mr. Grasty, I, I, I do want to ask a question though. When you when you take these trips with these kids, what are, what are the ages of them, and how do you feel that these uh, trips actually affect them? Do you think that it's positive? Do you think that they come away with it with a, a greater sense of uh, uh, of of science and technology, or just where they are in this planet, or where you know where we are on the how do you feel like it affects them? Well, well. Uh, uh, first off, we take middle school and high school students on on these tech tours, and the idea is we feel that that's the appropriate age to really get them energized about STEM knowledge uh, uh, and science, technology, and 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 mathematics, and we give them this exposure so that they too can look into the future and see what they want to do. If maybe they want to be an engineer, maybe they like uh, playing video games. Maybe they want to do that. Well, science and technology and, and math, you know, they can do that. Maybe they want to be an astronaut, you know, so, so, so we're taking these on, on these tours so that they can see what the possibilities are and see how that fits for them. And uh, kids need meaning, uh, experiences uh, outside of school and being able to relate what they're doing in school to the real world. Uh, a lot of kids, you know, aren't interested in school because they don't see the connection between, you know, how does taking algebra help me down the road? I mean, wh- wh- where am I ever going to use that? Well, if you want to be an engineer, if you want to be an astronaut, if you want to do a, a variety of different things, that mathematics is is necessary for you to achieve your goal. Hey, can so I jump in? Direction but can I yeah. jump in, dear? Because I want to challenge, you know, this thought about getting our kids um, in junior high school and high school. And you know, Derek, we're producing something that Carl's very part of too. It's called the Bay Area Black Youth Techathon, where we wrap yeah, our yeah. arms around our kids from first grade through twelfth grade and young adults. 
we believe we got to get them early because we found out that if they don't get acclimated or they don't do well in first, second, and third grade later on, you know, in junior high school and high school, they're starting to go in different directions. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh definitely. Certainly the earlier uh, we start, the better. But, but, but for these experiences, you know, working with the tech tours, we feel that uh, the presentations that are presented are for a little old, yes. older age group. But, but, yeah. but, but certainly uh, kids need to be working with, you know, even in preschool, uh, they need to learn spatial sense, working with blocks, even when they're two and three years old. Uh, and, and and getting that that knowledge in, in place, so so it's a lifelong process. Carl went yeah, to Cal. Yeah. Hey, hey, Derek, I gotta say this before Carl gets it in. Carl went to Cal, so oh, so so messing with blocks and stuff like that—that's a little difficult for him. But go ahead, Carl. Well, well, that's that's uh, that that's very true. But that's not to. We'll talk about that and the difference between Cal and Michigan uh, soon. But uh, so, 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 but I, I got a question. As an educator and from someone who comes from a family of educators, how do you? What do you think about it? How do you feel about the inequality of education in you know kids that are underserved and un- underrepresented, kids from low socioeconomic backgrounds, as opposed to kids that come from more affluent backgrounds? Well, uh, uh, you're you're exactly right. I mean, we're more more than sixty years post Brown v. Board education. And we're still talking about the same things. We're talking about equity in education. We're talking mm-hmm. about access. We're talking about opportunity. And these are the things that were discussed 20, 30, 40 years ago, and we're right. still talking about it today. And, it needs to, and, and that was my motivation for getting into education. Mm-hmm. I, um, I went to school at the University of Michigan. I went undergrad and graduate school, uh, bachelor's and master's. I, I did music. I did education uh, and also performance. And... Uh, my first experience, I, I originally wanted to play in an orchestra, and, and that was my, my, my emphasis. But then a, a friend of mine said, hey, w- w- why don't you work with these kids? You know, you know, come on, give them some private lessons. Uh, and this was like my junior year. And uh, I, I got in there, worked with the kids, saw the light bulb in their eyes, and I said, I want to teach. I want to share my knowledge with other kids and help them be successful. And so that's how I got involved with education. And uh, I taught music. I taught uh, uh, other grades as well, but um, I, and in fact, I started a uh, music program in uh, in East Palo Alto. Uh, they hadn't had music in ten years, and the superintendent that I work with in Linwood in Southern California brought me up, and uh, me and my wife and she said, uh, you know, I, I want to start a music program, and I want it done right away. And so, uh, you know, most of the times you don't have those experiences of uh, of starting something fresh. You're either picking up where someone left off, good or bad. But uh, I looked at that as a challenge, and we got instruments for the kids, and uh, we had kids playing Christmas carols that first uh, first December, and we gave a full concert in in the spring, and we were we were moving, and I'm I'm proud to say that our kids did just as well, if not better than the kids across the 101 freeway in Palo Alto, hey. who had their own instruments and had their private teachers, and so. Uh, but, but it's about high expectations for kids, and it's about not dumbing down the curriculum, but, but really challenging kids and motivating them. And that's the key for, for all of our kids, for closing that achievement gap and, uh, and really inspiring them and letting kids know that you care about them and care about their, their knowledge, their education, and care about them as individuals. Man, and, I love and, that. I love that, Derek. Yeah. You know, you have so much to share, Derek. We're going to have to take most of it on the second half. Let's pause right now okay. for a commercial. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. 
And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. We want to welcome you back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Our host for today is Mr. Derek Grasty. And Derek is a University of Michigan grad, but he's also running for the Eastside Union School Board, right? Yes, that is correct. Now, um, I... Well, good. I I'm wanted to ask you a question. Opportunity. Yeah, I want to ask you a question about it, Derek, because a lot of our listeners may not have an idea of what the heck does a Eastside Union School Board person do, and kind of give us an an idea about what you'll be doing when you win it, and then uh, or what a University of Michigan uh, person <laughs> does. But that's a whole nother show. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> School Board of Education. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it, Derek. Well, um, well, uh, the Eastside Union School. Uh, the Eastside Union High School District is one of the uh, largest high school districts in the state of California. And there are seven elementary school districts that feed into the Eastside High School District. Um, uh, two of them I've been principal in, Oak, Oak Grove and Alum Rock. And um, when I was principal at Davis Intermediate School in the Oak Grove District, I worked with the Oak Grove High School. And uh, we had our uh, English language departments meet and collaborate and align their, their, their knowledge and skills and so forth so that there would be a smooth transition once kids left eighth grade going to high school at ninth grade. And uh, as a school board member, I want to c- continue and support those type of collaborations where it's benefiting teachers, it's benefiting kids, and, uh, and, and we're moving kids, kids forward. Um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you look at medical boards; they're going to have uh, have doctors on them. Judicial boards will have judges. Uh, any tech company, they're going to have business and tech people on their boards. Most school districts do not have educators on the boards of education. What? And I feel that's that that, that is true. And uh, I feel that's a lens that I bring to the table as a as a lifelong educator who's who's been. Uh, uh, an ed- educator of excellence award winner who has been a teacher, who has been principal, who uh, mentors administrators. Uh, I know exactly how decisions are made on the board and how the impact will be for students in the classroom. And so uh, I have that lens. Many board members, uh, because they're not educators, they don't know what they don't know. And uh, I-, I feel that my ability to uh, anticipate issues, anticipate Issue, uh, problems and so forth is a lens that I bring that uh, that other people may not have. That they've, they've got to learn on the job as much as they can. I mean, you can't learn thirty years of education, you know, you know, well, by did- sitting on a school board, you know, once or twice a month. But uh, I, I feel that that I bring that lens, and I can talk to people and and reach out to the community and connect. Really, because I've been a parent, I've been a teacher, principal. I've been all of those areas as a community leader, so I see it from all lenses, and I know how to work with people, communicate with people, and uh, and my priorities on on the board are to certainly engage the parent community more, the business community. Uh, you know, we can certainly tap into these business resources, have mentors, have have foundations uh, donate, and so forth. Um, I was at a meet, meeting uh, last Wednesday uh, where the Silicon Valley Education Foundation was working with Eastside in terms of uh, programs and the Eastside Alliance. And um, uh, we need those type of collaborations and going on to, to help benefit our kids. Hey Derek, I want to ask you a uh, question then, Derek. Who's on the board? Yeah. What are the boards, like the composition of the boards, if they're not uh, former educators? Are they all just parents? Or who, who are the people that are on these uh, boards then? You, 
you you have a good question. You you have a variety of people uh, on on various school boards. Some have been in business. Some some have been uh, in you know our parents. Some have been in other walks of life uh, as, as, as volunteers. Some some are, are are homemakers. I mean, it depends on 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 the district and so forth. But um, uh, very rarely is there an educator on on boards of education. So, so that means, the- Derek, I want to pause for a second, Derek. So that means that when you're running now, you're running to become this uh, uh, school board. Uh, on the East Side Union School District, right? The people you're running against—they're not educators. Most are not. Only, only a couple are. But, but, but currently on the board, there are no no educators on the board. No, 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 no career educators on on the board. So and, tell us. Uh, so tell us a little bit about your platform. What what's uh, what's a part of okay, the platform? Well, well, well. My platform is uh, you, you know supporting businesses, uh, you know getting them more engaged, getting parents and the community more engaged with the school district. Uh, you know that saying, "It takes a village to raise a kid." It really does, and uh, you know the schools uh, can't do it alone. We need the business leaders, we need the community, we need the parents involved, and when we have all those entities involved, then you have really positive change. Uh, for kids, uh, you know, making sure that the budget is done well and, and there's fiscal responsibility. I'm very good at counting every coin and making sure that we have funds that benefit kids. And, and that should be our focus. How does this budget benefit kids? Uh, and, and, and that needs to be, be the lens. Now you and have also getting go ahead, go ahead. Kids college and career ready. Yeah, yes. yeah, uh, 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 I ran on a platform in, uh, in, in years past on the A to G requirements, uh, because uh, Eastside hadn't had A to G, and even though I didn't win, the board did adopt that uh, policy. And and then you have to also think outside the box. Um, once I, I was a finalist for an open seat on the board, and they and they were going through a budget crisis, but back in '08, and uh, they say, well, what would you cut if you were on the board? And I said, well, we don't necessarily need to cut. We need to find more ways to find generate funds. revenue. Yeah. And I suggested, you know, how about solar panels? I, you know. Other districts are yep. using that. We could use that as a means to uh, offset costs. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. by the, the, the board down, down the line did, in fact, adopt solar panels and it saved the district millions of dollars right. over time. And, uh, you, you know, it's this type of out-of-the-box thinking that uh, I think is needed and necessary on, on the board to, to really uh, move things along. So as a, I'm, I'm a parent, and you said you were a parent, obviously, of two successful, uh, successfully educated kids. Parents, to me, are always the single most important part other than the teachers, the single most important part of our kids' success in schools. How do you, but a lot of parents don't get involved. How do you, how do you, how do you think that, uh, or how do you going to, how are you going to get these parents involved in the kids' uh, daily activities in education? Yes. Well, well, I think it's about communication. I think it's about reaching out to the community and and letting them know that, hey, uh, these are our kids. Uh, we're partners in their education. We're partners in their system, and uh, and we need your support. And I think a lot of it also has to do with uh, uh, parent education programs uh, and reaching out to the community and saying, you, you, you know, we we, we want to be involved in the community. We we're concerned about you. What programs? What type of activities would you be interested in as a parent? Mm-hmm. And I've been involved with you know parent university events, and we've had uh, workshops for parents that on technology, on mathematics, on high school requirements, on how to get funding for college, on all of these things are things that would quit interest parents, and it came from the parents. We say, well, well what would you like to 
uh, have in terms of a, a workshop or program and bringing parents into the, that both so that they have an interest, they have a, a, a dog on the race. In addition to their child, they have a personal stake. Hey, I want to learn more about this activity and how can it help me? How can it help my kid down the road? And I think as long as you provide those type of activities for parents, uh, you have a vehicle to reaching them and getting them more and more involved and Absolutely. encouraging them to be involved in the PTA, the school site council and all these other events. Absolutely. And the transitions, when you were talking about earlier about the transitions from uh, junior high to high school, how does that work with you guys? Is, is it successful? Because I think that's a huge, my, my daughter just went into the ninth grade from uh, yes. eighth grade. I, I, think, I, I, th- I think the district can do more with that. Uh, most school districts, they don't necessarily reach out to the uh, feeder school districts and so forth. And in fact, one example of that was... Um, uh, kids who now now this no longer is the practice, but in past years, kids who would pass um, uh, say algebra one in in eighth grade would then go to the east side school district, and they'd have to take a math placement mm-hmm. exam. Mm-hmm. And it, and you, you know kids sometimes you know they forget over the summer they're 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 not up to speed on so so they'll take this test in August and they would get a math placement based on that, and in many cases mm-hmm. they'd be taking algebra one again. Basically yeah. negating their their performance in the past, and that hurts all kids, particularly uh, kids of color. And right. uh, and you know you know if you pass a, a class, they should not uh, negate it at the high school level. But that's because there was no communication between the high school and the and the and the middle school. And I think we need more of that going forward, uh, so so that kids not only are given credit, but there's knowledge about what they're learning, how they're learning it, the rigor involved, and and having those teachers collaborate with one another so that they so that they know, hey, this kid is prepared. I know this teacher, uh, and 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 the kids are are respected for the work that they've done, and they've given credit for it appropriately. Well, Derek, you know, uh, you've given a lot of information. We want our community to be able to interact with you. Can you give us ways that they can interact with you, become a supporter, helping your campaign? Do you have a phone number, a website, or a Facebook, whatever you like to give us? Can you take your time and give it to us now? Sure, sure. Uh, they can reach me by phone, uh, 408-230-7020. Uh, my email is Derek Grasty, D-E-R-E-K-G-R-A-S-T-Y, at gmail.com, or they can go to my website at DerekGrasty.com. Well, Derek, um, you've been wonderful, and we definitely want to bring you back again. I think everyone that are listening right now should understand that the success of our community helps the success of every community. We're all interconnected. People have to understand that. So, Derek, we want to thank you right now for being a guest of Silicon Valley Business Connections, where your success comes from your connections. Thank you, Carl and Carl. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections.